Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, what's going on with you today? How are you, sir? I was out in this driving rain for a while. The good news about this driving rain is they won't be able to whine about drought. I, I felt as though the uh, meteorologists were getting ready to whine about drought, didn't you? But uh, <laughs> I mean, this had to be a this had to be an inch plus. It was uh, it was uh, beaten down there for a while. Looks like it's lightened up a little bit. But uh, and nobody likes a anyway. good drought like you do, Patrick. I like drought. I think I, know. I love drought. I, was it eighty eight? Was it eighty eight? A great drought. Best Roycey summer of all time. Oh, if you get an extra uh, twenty yards on your golf ball, and uh, you know you never had to look at the sky to see if it was going to rain or not. It didn't. It was. It was perfect. It was wonderful. And as I said, it doesn't make any difference to the farmers because it's either too wet or too dry anyway. I grew up with these guys. You know, they, as I always say, they'd complain if they were hung with a new rope. You know, they were. They. they uh, they always complained. Uh, we, we once said that the, you know, the big farm fest thing they used to have at Red, Redwood Falls. Oh yeah. They had two, they had two tents. One said, and the other said, moan. You know. <laughs> they were, oh. But I love them. I love them. And, uh, uh, anyway, so that's, that's, uh, that's what's going on with me today. But boy, yesterday, wouldn't that have been a nice day for a ball game? Oh, would have been. Wow, absolutely. It's been a great. It's been a great spring. The Twins, of course, would have been out in L.A. Uh, playing the Dodgers. So I think uh, I think I looked it up. They're on a West Coast swing here. I think uh, yes, L.A. and they would have been Dodgers. Yes. I don't know where else they were going. I don't know where else they were. Oh, Anaheim, maybe. I don't know where they playing. They were playing them back to back, right? The, the I think LA's, so. Weren't they? Yeah, I think they were. I think that's that right. Would have been good. That would have been great. Back in the old days, however, that might have killed me if I'd been out there uh, back in my drinking days. <laughs> Seven days in L.A. might not have been good for a so I don't know. <laughs> Congratulations, too. What, 38, 39 years now? 39 years. And I just realized it's funny. It was like last night I was, it was 1030 at night, and I said, my God, I guess I'm getting used to this because I didn't even re- re- remember that it was the sobriety, the famous sobriety date. But next year... If we make her to forty, we'll have to uh, we'll have to we'll have to have some kind of a uh, cookout or some damn thing, you know, serving near beer or so what we used to call near beer. Not alcohol. Can I bring my own beer? 
Yeah, you can bring your own. Okay, thank I you. Know, I don't, I, you know me. I have no prejudice against people drinking their own liquor. So <laughs> I know you don't. Uh, I always remember one of the. Did you ever watch the, uh, the the documentary on the Funk Brothers? No. Uh, the, the Standing in the Shadows of uh, Motown, the guy, the backup band for all these great songs, and uh, they had some real characters on it. And I remember one of the surviving guys, uh, I think he was uh, one of the drummers, and he was talking about one of the guys, and he said, he had a taste for corn liquor. <laughs> he, had a taste, he had a taste for corn liquor, and I've always said, well, I had a taste for juniper, so that's, uh, you know, that's, that's how I explained it. I had a taste for juniper. But, juniper uh, makes more sense anyway, to me than corn liquor, Pat. Corn liquor. I had a taste for corn liquor. I, just, I love that line. When I see a good, hard-drinking alcoholic now, I say, that guy's got a taste for corn liquor. <laughs> so... So, boy, are we uh, praising these Vikes, man. This is the greatest draft in the history of mankind, even though the last six guys might as well have been undrafted free agents. Uh, when you draft, draft after 200, not all these guys are that stupid, okay? They're not all. We're, we're, we're not geniuses, and everybody else is not stupid. So the last six draft choices are 203 and later. It might as well be undrafted free agents, mm-hmm. and uh, let's let's relax here. We don't know if this. Why did this Cleveland guy, if he's going to be your starting left tackle, fall? Like, why was he sitting there for twenty some draft choices as the best available? That they, and then people say, well, everybody had already drafted their uh, their offensive lineman, their the top offensive lineman. Everybody wants an offensive lineman if he can play, right? Yeah, I hope so, so. So let's see what the flaw is. I, I don't think this is a flawless football player. And one thing I read about him, he has the dreaded short arms. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't see that. Not arms. not. Oh, the small yeah. hands and short arms will ruin a man. <laughs> I don't know about the hands, but it says uh, he's uh, – I read one of the profiles on him. And it said that he he, uh, he has short arms, so he doesn't have the real good reach, I guess, to uh, right. to play left tackle. So you got to have the reach. So anyway, uh, it's it's you know it's it's one of the great we'll have to see drafts of all time. There's 15 of them, but uh, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in uh, you know if you got a chance to get one of the 20 best players in the draft, take it, go get them, right? That's, uh, that's I'd, I'd rather trade up than trade down, but I guess uh, I guess everybody's giving them an A plus because we're all fixated on numbers. So we'll see. It's fi- yeah, it's fifteen, right? It's fifteen. People are excited because they've accumulated fifteen guys, basically. Fifteen, yeah, mm. yeah. We don't know who can play. Now let's see who can play. Let's uh, you know that. Let's let's face it. Two thirds of them aren't going to be able to play. We'll just have to figure out which ones. I mean, they can play. To me, playing is not. Getting on the field as a special teamer—that's not play. You know, dude, I want to see you. I want to see you play seventy percent of the snaps. Then, then you can play, right? Then you're a player. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see what how it turns out. But you know damn well if we indeed we have a football season, this guy's going to figure out a way to have thirteen of the fifteen on his roster or his practice squad, right? Oh hell yeah! He's not going to admit he wasn't a genius, so. It is a very interesting situation, though. It, this this draft tells you that Spielman knows he's back, right? 
You would it would seem to indicate that very much so. Yes. Yeah, he knows he's back for uh, he's going to get a three year extension. But uh, maybe they are afraid to give Spielman an extension without giving one to Zim, right? Then that, yeah. that tells the world that tells the world. For all we know, he's got one of his pocket in his pocket Spielman, yep. and it hasn't been announced. Yep. And it won't it won't be announced unless they also give Zim like two two years and and. Uh, We'll, we'll see if that. I, I got a hunch those guys are not. Uh, you know, I don't. I got a hunch they aren't real kumbaya. I, <laughs> I I get the I get the I get the Molitor Salvi vibe. Don't you? That I mean, he liked Paul Molitor, but he wanted he wanted a guy whose whole life was analytics, right? Yes. Or that would would talk the party line and and and. A guy more comfortable with people coming down and handing him a lineup card and say this might really work, you know. And uh, to which Rocco says, know, "Yes, I, you're right. Exactly. That's what yeah, we'll do." Yeah, yeah. that's uh, so. Uh, I, I get a little of that, uh, you know, from Brick and Spiel. I, I this draft to me tells me those two guys aren't on the same page. So we'll see. Yeah, I think that there was definitely a time after Rick hired Mike that they were attached at the hip. I don't think they are now. No, and uh, you know the next coach is going to be 38 years old, don't you? And an offensive guy. Absolutely. Yeah, an offensive guy and a 38-year-old guy. And, uh, yeah, and try to try to uh, modernize the uh, – I, I, I got to think making the offense more conservative is not Spielman's idea of modern football. And, and uh, Zim's – idea of modern football is uh, now we'll find out if they give the big uh, extension to Delvin Cook yep then then I, I don't know it's a, it's an interesting the whole uh, the whole thing about what's going on out there is is very interesting and it would be a hell of a lot more interesting if we weren't in the, the middle of a pandemic which yeah. says we might not even have a season these are decisions that uh you know, if we, nobody's going to get fired during the pandemic, are they? Although, who do I see? The uh, the Cubs just fired uh, the president of the baseball. Team, no, the Blackhawks right? did. The, the, the guy that used to oh, run the, the Cubs, Black John McDonough, got oh, fired the Cubs, by the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks fired. They him. fired the president what? on Monday. And and but if he's coming from baseball, he wasn't making any hockey decisions. So it must be all business about business yep. decisions, huh? Yep. Right? I think you're right. So uh, maybe he was trying to work out a local TV deal or something that didn't work out or something. Anyway, it's uh, but it's it's very good for job security. To uh, to uh, the pandemic is very good for coaches' job security. That's for sure. No, you're exactly right. So did, would you give Cook the extension? What would you do? What's 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 the equivalent? What is the uh, what what is the what is it got to be? McCaffrey just got an extension extension that's going to average sixteen a year. Ezekiel Elliott got one last year that's at fifteen a year. He's looking for okay. probably something McCaffrey, around that. McCaffrey is more important to uh, Carolina, yes, than uh, you know because he does everything, and Cook probably could do everything if he stayed healthy. Yep, uh, but. 
McCaffrey's more valuable to them. I guess I would, but can I get him for? I got to give him four, right? Yep. I got to give him four sixty for four. Uh, I was going to say what's your for four? What's your average? What what's your ceiling I on mean, the average? I love the guy, but uh, you know maybe you throw it to him more and run him less. I I don't know uh, what you're going to do. I there's no doubt that when he plays, he's uh, he's something special. But uh, he's 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 still young too, right? He's only like 24, right? Yes, he, he's in his third yeah. year or through three years now. Now the difference is McCaffrey has not missed a game in his career, and Dalvin has but missed McCaffrey at least two every McCaffrey's year. McCaffrey's a McCaffrey's a lot more used up than Cook is. Oh my God, they just beat him to death. Right. Between catching passes and running the ball, he's on the field all the time. Uh, but he's, uh, he's something. I, I don't know. I, that's, that's the new, I feel sorry. I actually feel sorry for running backs because they get the, they're the guys who, um, you know, they're, 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 they're getting robbed out of more money than, than anybody because the whole new concept is beat the hell out of them and let them go when they're 26, right? Yes. Which, which is why I, I the contract scares I, me. Uh, you you can have adequate running. You can find adequate running backs, but this guy's you know this guy can go seventy. You know, so it's uh, and there aren't many of those. So I guess I'd give it to him. But how much? What can they afford? It depends on what they do. If they extend Anthony Harris out and get his salary cap hit down, uh, that's going to help him out. You know, Reef is going to be gone here at some point. So I think the salary cap issue is going to clear itself up. Right now they're at, I think, $12 million under the cap, something like that. But that should be cleared up within a year or so. But the uh, here's the other thing, and, and a lot of teams have this problem probably more seriously than the Vikings. And one reason Spielman drafted all these guys is I think that that salary cap, as it was projected, is going to be a lot lower post-pandemic than they thought. Don't I'm you? with you. Yes, sir. Yep. And all right. of a sudden, the idea that it was going to be 210 or something, I don't think that's happening. And uh, you, you're going to have some teams that, like Dallas and people like that who are right back in salary cap hell again, I would think. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're paying some quarterback $30 million. Did Dallas pay Dak yet? They didn't pay Dak. No, nope, right? they didn't pay they Dak yet. Gave him the, they just gave him a and they don't have to give him a qualifying offer, right? He's not the, he's still on his rookie contract, right? So franchise tag, right? So that that's it. Oh, they did did they franchise him? I, I mean, yeah, they I, did, I, got, yes. I gave the base I gave the baseball term the qualifying offer, right? The franchise tag, but no, they they have not yeah, extended well, him yet. Yeah, so uh, I, I would think that they're all in a panic right now about what the you know the, if the owners are in a panic because they'll just cut the salary cap and not have to pay these guys as much. But uh, I would think that the, the the general managers and the guys trying to, and the Brzezinski's of the world are in a panic as to what the salary cap's actually going to be when this thing's all over. But to your, your long-held point, if there's one league that's going to screw the players at the end of this, we're talking about oh, yeah. it right now. Yeah. Well, they already did that with our guy D. Smith, okay? Signed him to it. Ten-year deal. I still can't believe that, and that that is in court, by the way, because they did not follow their uh, 
their bylaws and 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 took the vote on uh, you know <laughs> supposedly they needed a super majority to take it to the players of the player reps and yep. they didn't get it but they took it to them anyway right so of course yeah. they did of course they did because they they abuse players financially worse than any other sport and it's not even close yes but D. Morris allows them to do that I know I know. Why anyone in that league actually ends up paying union dues, Patrick, I will never understand. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, well, they, you know, it's a perfect sport, though, because everybody just looks at the shelf life and says, I gotta get my money now. I can't afford to sit out a year and strike. So, so they, uh, they're in a perfect situation to screw them. Hey, how about our guy Tyler Johnson? I think uh, I think Tom is going to like him, don't you? I've... Throw him in the vicinity and he can catch it. That's Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, his his biggest problem was what? Drops, right? You know, he but dropped he run... a few, but not a lot. But his biggest problem is running by people, you know. Yeah. It, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's not a speed burner. But uh, he's got the catch radius. So, uh, you know, that's all Brady wants, right? Yes. And, and I don't think that this whole thing about about wide receivers being fast might be one of the most overrated things in sports. Straight line speed in football players. Yes. How often do yes. they run straight without being hit or deviating from, you know, if you're if you're gonna go straight downfield without some type of route, you know? You're the kind of guy who still criticizes the Vikings for the bringing in the speed burner, Troy Williamson. I still yeah. can't get past it. <laughs> I still want to know: Was it West Chandler? Yeah. Was it Ticey? Who did it? Yeah, I don't know. I was, you know, until Tom Harris unfortunately met his demise. I was going to try to write a Troy column about how did this happen, but then I kind of, I, I always kind of thought those two guys, even though they didn't play that much together, were kind of joined at the hip in Viking lore. You know, Jackson and Williamson. Yep. The top draft, you know, being drafted a year apart from each other. So I kind of put those two things together and I haven't, but it's still, it is still, uh, amazing that that guy, you know, you're drafting 22nd or something and you got a chance to get a speed burner. Maybe, but not seventh. Oh, I know. <laughs> seventh overall, not seventh overall. That's like the dumbass lions drafting this cornerback third. You let Slay go, and then you, you know, we got to replace Slay. Yep. Okay, not with the third overall pick, you morons. <laughs> it's unreal. I think I don't. I'm not. The Packers are getting buried uh, all over the place. I don't think getting Jordan Love is a bad idea. That that's certainly as stupid of an idea as drafting a cornerback third like the Lions did. No, it was. I think it was the fact that they traded up to get Jordan Love, and that here's well, they loved him. Here's I what mean, I like. You gotta, uh, here's what I like. But Patrick. don't you have to? Don't you have to go with your opinion? <laughs> your opinion is he's the next guy. So you know, maybe they're wrong, but I, I don't think mm-hmm. if in your brain. It's like Denny drafted Culpepper. We all gave him hell because he didn't draft uh, Curse, the pass rusher, right? Yeah, you're right. About but that, yeah. Denny saw, Denny saw a chance to get a franchise quarterback, and he took it. But don't you and, don't you lo- love the fact, though, that 
Rodgers is going to be PO'd at LaFleur because he knows that LaFleur really pulled the trigger on this pick. That's what's going to make it so much fun now. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how it'll work with him. Uh, you know, he's, it, it, you know, they have, like, I was reading there's the Gutekunst's explanation. This, it, it is being treated as though they, you know, if they'd taken a, a receiver, they would solve their receiving problems. Well, they got about seven young receivers over there. They just need some of them to be able to play, right? And yep. they don't know yet if they can play or not. But receivers, you don't know. It is amazing that they went through the whole draft without drafting. <laughs> there were 36 but, taken. Uh, 36. But 30. But, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, this is a Bud Grant draft, though. You will go back to Bud. What did Bud always say? You don't draft by need. You draft the best player available. And this was the, this was the best player available in their opinion draft of all time, wasn't it? They called the Vikings too. That's my favorite part. They, they called him about 22 or 25. Yeah, they were worried about not getting him. I know. They, they obviously love love. So, uh, we'll Can see. you imagine, though, a first-round trade between those two teams? That would have been great. would have been great fun. People would have been missed. Oh, I'm surprised Spielman didn't make it because he would have gotten, like, he would have gotten, uh, you know, he could have. Then he could add 16 draft traces or 17 instead of only 15, and then he would have really. Then he would have really been a genius. Was it not, Patrick, the most Spielman thing of all time? At the end of the third round, it's almost done, and he trades he trades his third-round pick, his second one, to the Saints for their entire third-day draft. That's the most Rick yes. thing of Rick's career. And it's the most Peyton thing. you got Peyton, you got Andy Reid, and you got Peyton, and now you got Kyle Shanahan, and I've said this before. They are... I want dynamic players, right? Difference makers. Not necessarily just offensive. I mean, also defensive guys. They want that special player, and they'll go get him whatever it takes. And we're just the opposite. We want many options in the hope that uh, several of them come through as good players. So, that's. I mean, the Vikings are just the opposite. Completely opposite theory. Now, basically, it's a theory Spielman learned from Ted Thompson, right? Well, yeah, I mean that, that's what, Ted loved to trade a, back. This was this was not a Ted Thompson draft. <laughs> no back. hell no. That. No, he would have traded that uh, instead of trading up. He would have traded down and got himself three more. He would have Ted somewhere. Ted Thompson is uh, very uh, very impressed with Rick Spielman's draft because he got a lot of players. And in Ted's defense, Pat, you know, when Ted had his fastball, Ted was pretty damn good. Yes. He just lost his yes, fastball completely. So, Yeah, and they and, and of course, the reason he got a lot of heat is that he did not draft by need that often. So uh, but are, do they got cap problems because of Rodgers or something? Why would they sign a free agent last year? They went out and spent a lot of money. <laughs> because know. Ted also established in the Packer tradition, they don't sign guys for the most part. Every once in a while, and that's about it. Yeah, but last year they signed a bunch of defensive guys. What they did sign starters, a few guys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'll check it out. I don't. Tell me about the Bears. Are they any good? Do we know where they are? Is it just because they got Mitchell? Do they? They got a, who? They get as an option for Mitch? I miss uh, Nick Foles. Another quarterback, Nick Foles. They yeah. traded with Jacksonville yeah. to get Nick Foles. 
Um, so if they got Nick, yeah. if they got Nick, are they any good? They still they're pretty good defensively, right? I think they might be run by incompetence is their problem. I think their GM, that Ryan Pace, I'm not Pace, sure that Pace. he's got Pat. He drafted a tight end first on their depth chart. Now they yeah. have, I believe, ten tight ends. Why would ten, you need ten, ten tight ends? Maybe you could uh, really. Maybe they think they're going to be able to trade a lot of tight ends at the uh, at the end of August. <laughs> or something. It's, four for you know, four for one or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. There you are, best player available. He's a tight Ooh. end. Yeah, but but Ryan, you got eight of them. You know, so. you never have enough tight yeah, ends. I don't know. Can you deploy a package know. with like four tight ends aligned somehow? Uh, yeah, that's a new. I don't. I don't know. That's a new one. It's uh, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. I uh, I was uh, I I like the Colts a lot. I like I like yep. them getting Jonathan Taylor behind that uh, line they got. I think that's a really good move. I, I think that, uh, you know, some of some people are smart and some aren't, I guess. Just like every other sport. Yeah, the Colts got, I, I believe. What's that? Yep, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, uh, our guy Kuiper, I think, gave, uh, Baltimore an A plus and I think he gave the Colts, or an A, and I think he gave the, uh, the Vikings and Colts A minuses. So Mel agrees with you. Oh. You and Mel are okay. on the same page. All right. So, uh, what is the now? The NBA is going to let guys come and practice if the state is loosening things up. What's what's going on with our NHL? Are we still hoping to play or not? Uh, they're hoping to play, but in, in fact, did, did you see the NBA was going to open? I think May fourth, and now they've decided that they're going to back that up. But it turns out they sent out something like a fifteen-page memo on what you couldn't couldn't do. You couldn't go in the hot tubs. You couldn't touch a bunch of stuff, and so they basically decided, I think, to back it up to May 9th or tenth. Everybody. Now. Everybody just said the hell with it. Well, yeah, because yeah, so it was so. I'm like, gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go work out at the facility, but I can't shower. Yes, and it was <laughs> something like four guys. It, no more than four guys in the facility at once. Seriously, it was like 15 pages of crap. And I think that to your point, they just said, mm-hmm. "If you're gonna do this, why are we bothering?" Yeah, you know what? This is all. Everything about. This whole thing about uh, don't touch the golf pin and all that. Don't don't touch the handle when you pump gas. They're just we're just trying to do these things to have an excuse to open something, right? I mean that's you yeah, know probably. if we yeah. take all these precautions, if they take if we take all these precautions uh, that are that uh, you know maybe. Four less people in the Twin Cities aren't going to get the virus or something. I, here's my question. You know, always, I got a question here's for my you. Question. How come I can go to Menards and there could be 200 people in there and my guy out at Foursome can't sell me a pair of pants? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Foursome, that's a great. Uh, well, any, any place. I mean, I, know, I got you. I got you. There's no common sense as to what's open and what's closed. But here, here's my question. Do you think... So let's say we get the all clear in late July, right? Do you really think that it's going to be a great idea for every sport possible to try and come back simultaneously? <laughs> I think some of these leagues, I love hockey, right? You know that, right? Yeah. End your yeah. season. Call it off and start in training camp. Like all of these. So are we really going to have the Masters and the NFL and baseball going on at the same time <laughs> with a dose of the NBA and, also? And with no people? Yeah, people. Like, what are we doing? uh, Baseball. I got news for them. They're uh, 
you know, they're not going to, if, if you can't have people at the ballpark and, you know, maybe you've got to limit it to 15,000 or something, but you got to be able to have people at the ballpark because there's no sense in having sports. But, you know, just so you could go get your TV money, you're going to lose, you know, just just take your lump and uh, try it again next year. Can't you sell know? your $12 beer that way. I got news for them. That when when they come back, yep. when when all these sports come back, uh, they're going to have to convince the public that they aren't trying to screw them at every turn. You're going to have to redo your whole price structure, I think. I mean, what is the future of baseball? And what is the future of any sport if they're going to try to limit social contact? I have no idea. If the future of this country is we got to limit social contact, what is the future of any sport? It's not very good. By the way, is uh, who who we looking for here? Is it Oxford University? Might have uh, Oxford medical researchers might be on the on the uh, path of uh, finding us a vaccine here. I read that somewhere. Jonathan Harrison is shaking his head. Yes. To the affirmative, he says uh-huh. yes. So here's the deal, though. The good thing about it, if we get a vaccine, yep. us senior citizens, us high-risk guys, we're going to get it before all you young punks. We're going to get. We're not going to have to stand in line behind you guys. You're going to be knocking us down, get, or vice versa. Our, yeah, the I'm panic gonna say, is going to be. Here I am. I'm going to say, here I am. I haven't left my house for months. You know, I've I've been. I've been cloistered here. I want to. I want to be the first in line to get the shot. And some twenty-five-year-old punk from YZ is going to knock you right down. <laughs> no. And they're rushed to get no. to the doctor first, so that they can oh, go God, back yes. out to um, uh, the See, bar. They pushed me out of way to get the last roll of toilet paper. Exactly right. Exactly yes. right. Well, but your your question about sports, Pat, guy. is great. You're right. I heard a. Yeah, what, what what is it? What is the future here? What is the? How do we re? How, what do we do about all these ungod? What do we do about LeBron James making thirty six million dollars if you can't play to a full arena? You know, if you can't, you know, if you can't operate like you have operated, how do you go back and you know if? If if America has stopped buying three hundred dollar pairs sneakers, what yep. are we going to do here? What are you going to do about sports here? With uh, the whole financial model could be blowing up before our very eyes, which isn't bad. But the first the first three or four years of that change are going to be unbelievable. But I don't think we'll ever be back. You know, you know, the only sport that's going to be back to what it was before. Soccer, Jonathan Sport. The loons will fill He's it up. Pumping his fist. He's pumping the his fist. The loons right are going to fill it up because you're not going to be able to keep those people away with a fire hose. They're going to be there, right? Are they going to be buying their eleven dollar uh, fifty cent surleys? Yes. Well, they might have to cut them back fifty cents, but uh, it's, it's, I'm in on soccer. A, yeah, but because it, it's a, it's a thirty five and under crowd and. They're not going to die, you know. They, you know, they don't. Should that be the marketing you slogan? Know. Come watch our yeah. soccer team. You're not going to yeah, die. Even if, we gave, 
Even if we give you the virus, you're probably just going to cough for three days and you're fine. You know? Moon soccer, you'll survive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, now the train. baseball, maybe not. Now you got two problems with the train. A, the virus, oh. B, getting knifed. <laughs> you, know, the vi- you know what, though? Problems. That's the other question is, is when people get back into stadiums and ballparks, I keep hearing this, well, there'll be every third seat taken. They do realize that people go to these games and get obliterated and start stumbling around, right? Yes, and and by the way, they're standing in line. And no, they're not going to sit 20 feet from their friends. They go to the game to, uh, you know, sit next to their friends, try to meet girls and scream like lunatics because they're hammered. That's right. So, anyway, especially football. Yeah, we're going to have social distancing in football when they're outside drinking before the game somewhere in a parking lot. National Football League, you'll, you'll probably die, but you'll go happy. Um, <laughs> all right, sir, I think we're done here. I'm being given the wrap uh, up, so you got any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts are uh, don't go to Menards on a Saturday. It's hand-to-hand combat, man. And these guys are all freaks. They're all stuff like they're buying crap to put in toilets and plumbing and uh, they're called hand, they're called handymen pat we just lack the skill your own stuff. if you fix your own stuff you're bad for the economy that's what i'm saying i got a you sliding glass hiring. door call me you should hire you should be hiring people everybody should be hiring people all right see you later. talk to you it's roycey on change on score north Hey there, it's Phil Mackey for Federated Mutual Insurance Company, and Federated is here to give business owners out there peace of mind. You pour your life and energy into a business, and the last thing you want is for something to happen that puts you on the defense, and that's where Federated comes in. Based in Owatonna, Minnesota, over a century of experience in standing behind business owners. If you're a business owner and you want some more peace of mind, go to federatedinsurance.com to find out more about your local Federated Marketing Representative. Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here from my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons, powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. 